0: I'm glad y'all are here tonight, y'all. My name is Blake. Uh, Welcome. I'm glad y'all are here. We just started this series uh, called I Am. Who was here last week? All right, last week we talked about Jesus is the bread of life. Y'all remember that? How Jesus is the bread of life, how we need him, how we nourish on him, how we can't live without bread. Um, Tonight we're going to talk about something else Jesus said that I love so much. Uh, But before we get into that, uh, let me pray for us, and and then we'll go ahead and get started. Heavenly Father, thank you for tonight, Lord. I thank you so much for every young man and young woman that you brought here tonight, Lord. I ask that this would be a time, in this 15, 20 minutes, Lord, that this would be a time that we can hear your word clearly. And I pray, Lord, that we would be changed by it, God. I pray that we would see, Jesus, who you are tonight, that we would see uh, what it looks like to follow you, Uh, and to walk in your ways, Lord, help us to do that. Help us to remove distractions during this time uh, so that we can hear and listen um, and and hopefully, Lord, live out your word. We love you, we praise you. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, really quick, who here, and be honest, who is afraid of the dark? All right, as some some of y'all Some of y'all, all all right, uh, sometimes for me. Look, I got a story. So when I was in middle and high school, when I lived with my parents, uh, I had a chore. Y'all have chores? Some of us have chores. Well, one of my chores was taking out the trash. And just to answer the question for me, yes, I was very afraid of the dark. I had to take out the trash, though, and and that's a big deal for me because uh, where our trash can was was in the back of the house in a place that was completely pitch black. And so I'd go out there and I'd grab our trash, I'd walk around the back, and here's the problem. The problem was the trash can, you know, the big purple can was sitting there, but there was this huge bush. That was like as tall as me and as wide as my arm span. And this huge bush was sitting right next to this trash can. And I don't know why, but at nighttime, I just knew there was some dude in there who was gonna jump out and, and cut me. Like I knew it for a fact, he was gonna do it. And so every time I took out the trash, I would like have my eye on this bush and I would like try to lift the lid up quick. And as soon as I dropped the trash, I was gone. I mean, sprinting. I'm not going to tell you how old I was when I was doing that. I might have been a senior. I might have been a senior. No, no, I don't, I don't do that anymore. I make my wife take out the trash now. I'm kidding. I do not do that. I would never let her do that. Um, but seriously, you know what's funny, y'all, is as a little kid, as a little kid, we are naturally afraid of the dark. Have y'all noticed that? Like, do you ever wonder why that's the case? Like, we, we come into this world not knowing anything, but once you get to be one, two, three, four, you're afraid of the dark. And it's something that kind of sticks with us. Like, no, maybe you don't have a nightlight anymore. Maybe some of you do. Uh, but still, in some circumstances, we don't like the dark. And there's something that's true for all of us in this room. Whether we admit it or not, there's something that's true. Is that all of us, we prefer light over darkness. Like we prefer light over darkness. But here's something else you need to know. There's another kind of light and another kind of darkness that is not just visible. Like right now, y'all see me up here on this stage because there's these bulbs that I just stared into, which I should not have. There's these bulbs pointing over here, causing light where I'm standing so you can see me. Well, similarly, there's another kind of light, and I would say it's a better kind of light and also a more intense kind of darkness than just the darkness of you being scared to take out the trash. And so here's the similarities between this, this light that we understand, this visible light, and then this better light that, that we're going to talk about tonight. You see, regular light, visible light, we actually need in order to survive, Like all of us, we could not live life on earth without light. We would all be gone very, very quick. Well, similarly, this better light, which is also visible, yet it looks different, this better light, we need in order to have life. Like we can't survive without this better light. You and I, we need visible light to be able to see where we're walking, to see where to go. But this better light is similar in that we need it to see where to go, except this light allows us to see so much better. It allows us to see even more clear than the the visible light that we understand and that we see all the time. This other light, this better light, allows us not only to see where we're going, but it also allows us to see things that are true. Not just things that are visible or tangible, But things that are true, things that are good, things that are right, this better light allows us to see those things. If you have a Bible, open up to the book of John. Go to John chapter 8. If you're here and if you, um, if y'all don't have a Bible ever and if you really would love to have a Bible, you don't have one at home, come talk to us. We'd love to give you one. Um, But open up to John chapter 8 and we're going to read in verse 12. We're going to read in verse 12. It says this, again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. You see, even in the Bible, life and light are associated as almost one thing. Like they're different things, but you need light in order to have life. And similarly, there's no life except unless we have light. And Jesus says something very interesting. He says, No, 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 I am the light of the world. You think about what light does. We would say that light makes things visible, it exposes things. Light also reveals what is truly there, it reveals the truth. Like I was afraid of this big bush because it was dark and there was unknowns there. However, during the daytime, I didn't have problems taking out the, the trash because I knew the truth. I could see through these big leaves that there was not a man in there. Light reveals things to us. Light allows us to see clearly. Light is what guides us. And light, as we said earlier, is essential for life. And Jesus says, I am the light of the world. And he says something interesting here next. He says, whoever follows me will not walk in darkness. Whoever follows me. If you're in here and you're a follower of Jesus, I want you to hear what this is saying. He says, whoever follows me will not walk in darkness darkness. What is this darkness? I want you to picture this. There's this man uh, who loved to go on hikes. Do y'all like going on hikes? You like going out in the mountains maybe, going on trails? I love hikes. I love being in nature. Well, there's this man who's going on hikes. He he went on this hike and and he loved it. I want you to imagine though, this man decides to go on a hike blindfolded. So imagine going on a hike blindfolded, and he's sitting there, he's strolling along, he's having a good time, but the interesting thing about this path that he is on is that this path, at the end of it, is is a cliff. And the problem is this guy strolling down this path doesn't realize that there's a cliff on the edge. You see, it doesn't matter for him how, how enjoyable his ride is because we would look at this guy and we would say, man, that's so sad. What is he doing? Like he's walking this trail which is leading to the edge of this cliff which is gonna end it in death. What does that have to do with light and darkness that Jesus is talking about? You see, everybody here, listen, listen very closely. Everybody in the world Everybody that you know and everybody that I know is in one of two categories. We are either in the light and walking in the light or we are in the darkness and we're walking in the darkness. And so as silly as that illustration is about this man with blindfolds on walking in the mountains, it's the same thing for every single person that you and I know. Every single person in the world who is not in Christ, who is not, who does not have the light of the world, who does not have the light of life, is living and walking this path in darkness, not able to see what is in front of them. That sounds awful. That's the truth. That's the truth. But here's the thing, here's the beautiful promise. It says that if you are in Christ, he says, I'm the light of the world, whoever follows me. So if you're a follower of Jesus, you have the light of life. You will not walk in darkness. I want you to imagine how this man walking blindfolded would feel as he's walking along. All of a sudden, the blinders are removed. And you begin to see what is in front of you. And you begin to see and realize this path that I'm heading on was leading to that. You see, everybody in the world, oh, it may seem like there's different paths. Some of you may wanna go, go this route. Some of you may be wanna, you wanna be a doctor. Some of you wanna play sports. Some of you wanna go to college. Some of you don't wanna go to college. Some of you wanna go get married. Some of you may not. Regardless, all paths in life are leading to one of two places, life or death. And I want you to imagine how it would be to be walking this path and then have the blinders removed and see. But here's the cool thing. All of us were in that place. All of us at one point in time, or maybe now, listen closely, maybe now, We're in that place. Look at what Ephesians says. Ephesians chapter five, verses eight through 11. It says this, for at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. All of us in one of two categories, light or darkness. If you're here and you're in the light, if you're a follower of Christ, at one point in your life, you were in darkness. Darkness. For me, at one point in my life, I was in darkness, walking in darkness. It says, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them what is this darkness that we're talking about it's not a physical thing obviously this darkness that we're talking about is everything that is evil that is sinful that is bad that is false that is that is wrong and light is everything that we see that comes from christ goodness comes from jesus in jesus alone it doesn't come from you and it doesn't come from me Things that are true and things that are right only come from God's word. It only comes from what has been spoken out by the Lord, not from me and not from you. That is why when we stand up here and we talk to you, I want as much of as what we're saying to be coming from this because I'm not that bright. Neither are, are any of us here. All that is right and good and true comes from right here. It says that we are called to walk as children of light and then later on it says expose the works of darkness. We live in a pretty dark world. Do y'all agree with that? Y'all hear about what's happening in Ukraine, I'm sure. We hear about war happening in Ukraine. I looked up some things and I found some really interesting things. Did y'all know that in America, because I know when we think of darkness in the world, we think about uh, We think about like war right now. But I want you to hear this. Did you know that in America, there's over 50 murders a day? 50 murders every single day in America. In America, did you know that every single day, this may blow your mind, every single day, there are nearly 3,000 babies that are killed in the womb. 3,000. There may be 60 students in this room, so look around really quick. There's 60 of us here. I want you to picture 3,000. Like, this is darkness. These are things that we're talking about that are darkness. We see darkness in our own lives. If you have Snapchat, if you have TikTok, Instagram, Instagram, I'm sure you see darkness in those places. You see these places in our lives that fuel us to want to Compare ourselves to others, or things that fuel us, um, this feeling of loneliness, or this constant feeling of being left out, like creating darkness in our mind. If you were here uh, a week or two ago, you would you you would have heard Eve talk about um, just the things that that cause our mental health to just plummet. We think about social media. Maybe you see darkness in your schools. Maybe you see darkness. Uh, on the on TV shows, we see darkness when we hear or when we see or when we're shown things like pornography or things um, that are just that are, we just know are wrong. Like you would just hear about that, and that's like that's just darkness. And it says, "At one time, you and I were darkness, but now this is the good news. The good news is, but now, if you're if you're in here and you know Christ, if you're a follower of Jesus." You are light in the Lord. And so because you are light in the Lord, it says that we are to walk as children of light. How does that start out? Where do you even begin by that? Well, it starts out by, first of all, if if you're not in Christ and we're in the darkness, it starts out by understanding that Jesus is the light of the world, that Jesus, who's the son of God, is the only way that we can all be, that we can be saved from this inevitable cliff of this path that we are heading down. Like it is only through Jesus that we can be saved from that. There's no other way. Not you trying to be a really good person. And we've heard that. You maybe think or you may have heard that if you just try to be a really good person, try to live a good life, then, then, then you're going to end up in the light. You're going to have life. You're going to have eternal life. Well, that's not what the Bible says. We may, we may think that if we just try to be uh, more good than not good, then we're going to end up in the life. That's not what it says. The Bible says that we are, we are in the light and we trust in Jesus Christ as our Lord and as our Savior. And I don't mean, when we talk about this word faith, look look at me, when you hear faith, faith is not acknowledging something or someone to be real. You look at me right now and I'm standing on this stage and you would say that, yes, you believe uh, I'm standing here on this stage and my name is Blake, yada, yada. You believe that to be true. Like you believe I'm a real person. However, it's a whole different thing for you to look at me and you to say, you know what? I believe in Blake. That's a totally different thing. And so that's what we mean when we're talking about faith in Christ. We're not talking about just this acknowledgement that, yeah, Jesus is real. Yeah, I believe he lived. But we're talking about this trusting in who he is, this surrendering of our lives to who he is, to following after him and following his will, not our own. That is walking as a child of light. And I I need to warn y'all. I need to warn you about something this will mean going against the majority. Maybe not in this room right here, sure, but as soon as you leave, as soon as Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday rolls around, walking as a child of light will, will cause you to go against the majority. When I was in eighth grade, when I was in eighth grade, everything I, I started to see something different in my friends, in my friend group. You see, in sixth grade, seventh grade, I mean, yeah, we were pretty dumb. We did, we did dumb things. But it was pretty innocent, you know? Like, we didn't know. We don't even know what we're doing in sixth, seventh grade. But in eighth grade and ninth grade, I started to see something change. I started to see this group of friends who I loved, who I had so much fun with, start to get involved in things that, that, that really caught me off guard. And I realized that as, an eighth, as a sixth grade, seventh grader, I didn't know much about darkness, Like I've been blessed to grow up in a good home and I'm so thankful for that. But I was pretty sheltered to darkness. I hit eighth and ninth grade and I started to see things and maybe y'all can relate. Maybe now y'all know some friends who used to be close friends with in eighth grade and now where are they? What What are they doing now? Or maybe you yourself are here and you're like, you know what, when I was in eighth grade, I was all innocent, this, that, and the other. And now I've started to go down this path and I'm doing things. or living in such a way that I would have never thought possible. There's two paths that we talk about, two different roads. And yes, there is a lot of darkness in the world, but there's also a lot of light in the world. The Bible says that the light actually shines out the darkness. Like if you were to compare darkness and light, light would always win. As soon as we turn the bulbs on, it doesn't stay dark in here. Light always ends. Well, similarly, light will always win. If you're a follower of Jesus, you have the light of Christ living inside of you. So it's easy to get discouraged and frustrated to see the world, to see your friends, to see things that that are happening that we would just say are are awful. But you have the light of Christ in you if you know Jesus. The catch is that walking in the light, and this is my encouragement for y'all tonight, My encouragement for y'all tonight as you leave and as you go to your small group is is to walk in the light. The catch is that walking in the light and having true life, it actually looks like laying yourself down. You see, darkness will tell you certain things and light will tell you certain things. Darkness will tell you that the Bible is just a rule book and it's just a fun sucker. Like, that's what darkness will tell you. And maybe some of us are like, yeah, it kind of is, Blake. No, it's not. That, that is darkness. Because light will tell you that in God's word, we find true life. We, tr- we find true joy in how to live. Like, when, if I order, like, if I were to buy a chainsaw, I pray that the Lord, that somebody would give me instructions on in how to use that. Because it's a good tool, but if I don't have the instructions... It could kill me. It could kill y'all. It could kill somebody. Like, get away from me if I don't have the instructions for it. This chain's going to fly off. Darkness and light. We're told things every single day. You may not realize this, but whether it's your friend group, whether it's social media, whether it's the news, whether it's online, anything, you are told things every single day, and we are, we are, these seeds are planted every single day. Darkness, and then we also see light. Last verse I wanna read for us, and then we're gonna go to our community groups. What does it mean to be a Christian? What does it look like to walk in this joy that we're talking about? Colossians 1, 13, it says this. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. If you're in Christ, you're not in the darkness. If you're in Christ, you are living in the light. You have the light. But it's still a warning to us because although we've had the blinders removed, there is still this natural temptation that you and I have to put these blinders back on and to keep going this certain way. Think about this man walking and walking down this trail, like what does it matter? What does it matter if he has all the friends with him in the world? What does it matter if he's got the sweetest kicks on? If he's walking down this path that is going to the same place. And so I wanna encourage y'all. My, my prayer for y'all, our desire, your leaders, our desire for y'all is that y'all would truly walk in the Lord, not because we want you to just be a really good person, not because we want you to just do this and this and this, but because we love you, because we know from experience and from what God's word tells us that there is true life only in Christ, only in what he says is good and right and true, and that the lies of the world, which are not anything new, by the way, they don't give us life. I wanna encourage y'all to pray tonight. I wanna want to encourage you to ask the Lord to help you see. Ask the Lord to help you see every single day to see the light and to see the darkness. To be able to know what is true versus what is wrong. Versus what, to know what is good versus what is wrong. What does it mean for Jesus to be the light of the world? And how has that impacted your life? I want you to think about that in community groups. tonight. if you don't know where to go, come talk to me. I'll send you and let you know where to go. I'm gonna pray for us. Father, thank you so much, Lord, that you gave us your only son, Jesus. Lord, we thank you that you are the light of the world, that in you and in you alone, we can have true life. Lord, we know that the world tells us so many lies, and especially in high school, there are so many lies that we are bombarded with every single day of our life. But I pray, Lord, that we would begin to look and to see, not through our lens, but through your lens, that we would look and see, not with blinders on, Lord, but would you remove those and allow us to see clearly, Lord, what is true and what is good, Lord, I pray that we would, everyone in this room, that we would see that in Christ. I pray that we would realize what it means that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, stepped out of heaven and lived a sinless life, willingly gave himself up on the cross for us, was buried and rose three days later. I pray that we would know what that means, that this darkness, which is sin, which all of us know so well, Lord, I pray that we would lay it down, that we would trust in Jesus, trusting that what he did for us on the cross can pay for our sins. Lord, if there's anyone here who doesn't know you tonight, I pray, Lord, that you would stir in their their heart, that you would draw them to you, that you would draw them into a real and true and saving faith and a real relationship with you. How we love you. We praise you. Go with us. Bless our community group times. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.